I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Hundreds of Ukrainian refugees will be coming to the state of Utah very soon. How long will they stay here? What are we needing to do to help? Uh, Everyone seems to to want to be helpful and to to do the right things as that moves forward. And so we wanted to get kind of some framing. And so we're really pleased to have join us on the program today, Aidan Batar, who's the Director of Migration and Refugee Services for Catholic Community Services here in the state of Utah. Uh, Aidan, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, so for, let's start kind of with the, the, the numbers and, and kind of the, the components to it in terms of how many are we anticipating uh, that will ultimately be coming here to the state of Utah? Uh, as, as far as we know, there are about uh, close to 300 individuals that have been submitted for a sponsorship, uh, but uh, roughly close to about 100 or so may have already arrived, and we expect, uh, you know, uh, about 200 more that will be coming to the state of Utah. Okay, and so as they uh, do come in, I think it's uh, important to note that uh, they, uh, in, in terms of that resettlement, it is uh, it is a unique uh, thing, not in terms of immigration status uh, or refugee status, uh, this kind of humanitarian parole. Uh, what does that do to these individuals coming in? What rights do they have? What assistance are they able to get? So the Ukrainians that are arriving through the United for Ukraine program, they will be given humanitarian parole status that would allow them to come to the U.S. legally and uh, reside in the U.S. while they are applying other immigration benefits, whether it would be political asylum or family-based uh, you know, uh, petitions or any other immigration benefits available for them. Um, so they can remain here. I know we know that the Ukrainians they don't have a place to go back to. So we will be helping them uh, apply benefits through the state, so they can uh, come to Catholic Community Services and International Rescue Committee to see if uh, we can help them with our refugee resettlement program as well. And then we uh, they all qualify uh, getting state benefits like food stamp, Medicaid, child care, and any other educational programs that they are entitled to. Uh, all of those are, are so important, those uh, critical services and uh, Catholic community services does such a, a great job in making sure that is happening. And, of course, there are many Utahns who are, are asking, how do I help? What can I do? Uh, are there things uh, that we can do as a general public in terms of uh, being helpful to these Ukrainians who are coming here to the state of Utah? I think as an organization, Catholic Community Services, we are really in need of financial support as we don't have enough resources when it comes to the staffing and our immigration uh, program where these individuals are in need of a lot of services. And also we need volunteers, people that can volunteer. Uh, we need uh, some uh, uh, you know, items, uh, household items and, and so forth. Uh, we direct people to go visit our website, ccsutah.org where they could get involved, and also they can uh, do the donation. Okay, that's uh, wonderful to know. CCSUtah.com uh, is where people... .org. .org, Sorry. excuse me, thank you. 
uh, and uh, that's such a, a vital thing. Anything else uh, that is unique uh, to these Ukrainians who are coming here to Utah, coming to the United States under this uh, special situation? Um, anything else that uh, they need in terms of services or anything that we should be aware of as we try to help them in our communities? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we know that the Ukrainians, uh, what they have been through, we have seen the bombardment and uh, their homes and been destroyed and uh, many of them lost their family members so they're coming here to rebuild their lives so we need to provide them whatever support and help that they need so we ask our community to help Catholic Community Services so we can continue to help uh, uh, the Ukrainians who are really really in need. Wonderful and uh, just if you if you could quickly just give us an update uh, obviously we had a, an influx of uh, refugees from Afghanistan as well uh, over the last little while. Uh, any other updates or things that we should be aware of? Again, uh, uh, all that you have to do at, at the Catholic Community Services here in the state of Utah, it's, uh, you have had a, uh, a heavy lift for a long period of time. Uh, but give us an update on some of the other things that you continue to work on. So we completed the, the resettlement of the first wave of the Afghan refugees that were coming to the state of Utah. So now we're dealing with the second uh, you know, group that are coming. So the Afghans are still arriving. Uh, they're coming uh, from the Middle East and uh, they're coming to Utah. Again, you know, uh, we're still going to continue to help them with the immigration, with the case management and employment and many other services that they're in need. We're also getting other refugees that are coming from the refugee camp. So uh, Catholic Community Services, we are so busy helping uh, these newcomers that are coming into our community. We're getting a lot of children who are coming through our refugee foster care program. So there's a lot of uh, uh, you know work that we're doing this summer. Our work is never ending. So uh, we it, need all the support we can get from the community. Wonderful. And we appreciate all that you do uh, to really do what I think Utah does so well, and that is to, to bring people in uh, and give them a chance to chart their own future and get the skills and the resources and the things they need to, to live their own version of the Utah dream or the American dream. And uh, Aiden Batar is the director of migration and refugee services for Catholic community services here in the state of Utah. Uh, we appreciate your efforts and we appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thank you. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for our, our community in Utah who is always helping. We appreciate their help. Yeah, I think especially rolling into this 4th of July weekend, uh, it, it is something we do really well in this state. Uh, and the people who come here do have a great path forward and a path upward uh, as they move forward. And it's, and it's because of great organizations like Catholic Community Services and a host of other organizations out there and just individuals in our communities who decide to make a difference. And that's, that's the opportunity we all have. And especially rolling into a 4th of July weekend where we celebrate those freedoms, uh, it really is that opportunity for all to rise, for everyone to pursue uh, what they see as their dream and their vision. And being part of that is uh, is the most important thing that we can do. Well, over the past two years, uh, it's been really an extraordinary time in American politics. Uh, so after we break for top-of-the-hour news, we're going to kick off the second hour of the program today. We had uh, Jonathan Martin from the New York Times uh, on this morning uh, talking about his fascinating new book on President Trump and President Biden uh, and this very tumultuous period that we've been in. 
And we previewed a little bit, a chat that uh, he is going to have, along with Governor Cox, uh, at the University of Utah tonight at the Hinckley Institute of Politics. So after top-of-the-hour news, uh, stay with us. Uh, You don't want to miss what's coming up in hour number two as we talk about not just the tumultuous times in American politics, but more importantly, we'll talk about the health of the republic and what each of us individually need to do to make sure that it continues. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all-day companion for news. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.